Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You're listening to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Laurie. Today, I am coming to you guys from New York City. I've got to say, the city is kicking my ass. It is just a totally different pace from LA. And I always feel that when I come here and then I forget how hard it is. But it is amazing. I do love it. I was really excited to get the opportunity to sit down and do podcasts with some amazing New Yorkers. And today I have Jenna Sands and Sarah Kasdan. They are the founders of Hello Wellness. So Hello Wellness produces and hosts events nationwide. Each event is led by a powerful influencer with a curated theme and brand sponsors endemic to the theme and attendees. So it's a way to foster in-person connections between like-minded health enthusiasts, wellness professionals, brands, and bloggers alike. And in today's world of social media, it's too common to know what someone ate for breakfast or where they like to work out without ever having met in real life. So this is a way to meet people IRL, as the kids say. I met Jenna and Sarah on their first ever retreat, which was last fall with Kelsey Wells. And then I actually did an event with them back in February with Rob Yang, and we're doing another one about gut health in San Diego in the end of August. They were kind enough to give all of the listeners a discount code. So you can go onto their website and see if there's an event coming up near you. And there's a discount code in the description of the episode, wherever you're listening to this. So you can apply that and get a good deal. Their events are so well curated. There are so many amazing sponsors. You get goodie bags. You also get the information and knowledge of whoever they have speaking and there's just so much value and they're really making it attainable for everybody so make sure you check that out and without further ado sarah and jenna all right so i have sarah and jenna here from hello wellness hi thank you so much for having us hi guys we also have al sharpton in the background Next door, a special guest. Yeah, I'm freaking out. Kennedy's here too. She doesn't have a mic, but I also don't know who and she doesn't know who he who he is. She's a true millennial. It's okay, Jenna Googles. But I'm <laughs> Jenna Google. <laughs> but I'm freaking out. It totally threw me off. Yeah, I'm so weird. Like uh, the people that that excite. I, I know we need to work on. I do? very robust no, hello. Oh. Yeah. I thought you said me. I was like, what? Yeah, he had a really robust hello. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> So thank you guys so much for coming in. I'm so excited to have you guys here. We kind of 
We go back almost like a year, right? Yeah, crazy. Way time. back. How fast time flies. Yeah. So we met in Mexico when you guys put together your first Hello Wellness retreat with Kelsey. Yeah. That was amazing. Oh my God. Take us back. It was so special. <laughs> yeah. That was so cool. And then I did a um, an event with you guys in February and we're doing another one in August. I'm so. so excited. I was actually working on your event. You were? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm excited. I appreciate all the support and... We're really yeah, excited, and I know our community in LA had so much fun at the last event with you. So Yay. hopefully this one will be just as good, if not better. Yay. And it'll be our first time in San Diego. Yes, so we're so San Diego, yes. whale's vagina. Do you, guys, do you know that reference, Kennedy? No. <laughs> Come on. Um, do you guys? San Diego uh, close to LA or not really? It's I've never like, been, so I don't know. It's like an hour. Okay. Like an hour drive. Yeah. We're so clueless when it comes to yeah. California. We're like, oh, is you know, Napa close to LA? They're like, no. Okay. I have to ask, do you, I mean, you live in New York. Do you prefer New York or LA? LA. So I mean, it's, it's me a toss up. I have my whole family here, so I, and I've grown up here, so I can't imagine living anywhere else. But when I was in LA, I loved the culture. I loved the restaurants, being outdoors, all the activities that were just at your fingertips yeah right. well let me revise <laughs> you're making me look bad all of my friends and family are here you're like which screw is, them yeah <laughs> i'm like bye. la bye um which is why i live here yeah but if that weren't the case and if anyone even were dispersed not even if they lived over there but if i just wouldn't have such intense fomo <laughs> i would be there in a second yeah i get that where in i LA feel like it's you? a grass is greener kind of thing because i'm like i would live in New York in a heartbeat. I don't know. This trip is kind of changing my perspective on that a little bit because yeah. I forgot. Welcome to smelly summer. Yeah. In New I mean, York. if I, I think if I lived here, I wouldn't be in the city yeah. right oh, now, never, probably. No, 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 never. <laughs> but I like, I don't know. I like the energy of New York. I grew up on the East Coast and I like really despised the city, I think, mm-hmm. because whenever I came here, I was kind of uptown and it was like a different vibe. I like yeah. downtown. Mm-hmm. I love downtown. That area. The energy is palpable and it's so amazing but that's I think also what's so nice to escape and that's why I don't miss it when I'm away yeah that's true it gets a little overwhelming yeah I feel like my shoulders just shrink down five (laughs) inches the second I leave like yeah I get that so I want to talk about hello wellness and how you guys became the entrepreneurs that you are today (laughs) so how did it come to fruition selfishly honestly because we we were really into wellness and our friends weren't and we wanted to meet people who shared the same interests as us and when we were looking for events to attend and people to meet where we might be able to then make a deeper connection with something everyone was influencer only and every event was really then excluding us and so we wanted something where we could meet people who shared those same interests and where we weren't being excluded just for not having a social following. So that was really the genesis of Hello Wellness was just to meet people. And so we didn't think of it as a business at first. We wanted to host an event and like it was a get together to bake cookies because we were like, oh my God, they like the same things we do. This is so fun. And we hosted, I don't know, how many was it? It was like one or two events. Yeah. And each one or both of those kept like selling out. <laughs> like, why does everyone want to come here? Is it us? <laughs> no, for the influencer, of course. But, you know, we realized that all of these girls have the same common interests as we did. And so we really worked from event to event and event to event. We didn't think big picture. We didn't think of it as a business at all. Yeah. How long ago was that? 
uh so three years ago yeah like september of 2016 yeah yeah so you guys kind of saw like a niche it sounds like and i don't know if we saw it or we felt it and then we (laughs) thought it It was like the chicken or the egg i don't know yeah yeah and you guys have known each other for a long time right we first met in sleepaway camp yeah we met when we were eight years old oh at my sleepaway God. Camp. <laughs> and then we honestly lost touch we hadn't kept in because you dropped out of camp <laughs> and i was yeah. a Ooh. diehard camp yeah. freak dropout <laughs> yeah. i'm a camp dropout oh where did you go to camp i went to oh my god i can't even because i dropped out after like a week <laughs> i oh, went in cape really cod good. cape cod oh, sea nice. camps ccsc cape cod sea camps <laughs> <laughs> we went to an all-girls sleepaway camp where you wear a green and white uniform every day. Oh, my God. You, it was the best thing ever. <laughs> uh, Don't listen to it. There was no electricity in the bunks. <laughs> <laughs> we were roughing it. It was just, it was really awesome. I mean, you go away and you forget all your worries or struggles. I do completely attribute yeah. it to, honestly, all of the confidence that I have. I'll give my parents a little credit, <laughs> but I think that you really, like Jenna says, you forget about any issues, any boys or drama or anything like that and it's where you can be your freest truest self so yeah I loved it so so much but we met over pizza eating contests and peanut butter and fluff sandwiches so fried fish fried Friday. fish Fridays you would not have thought that we would be wellness business people yeah so anyways we reconnected in New York City a few years ago we lost touch for quite some time and when we kept bumping into each other in you know like sweet green and Barry's boot camp and in the Hamptons we realized that we actually had so much more in common than our camp days um, so we sat down for coffee we shared some of our common interests what we both were craving in New York City and you know we just put together our first event and then we've honestly been inseparable ever since <laughs> it's like People joke around like we're literally attached at the hip. Um, <laughs> Business yeah. partner, mm-hmm. sister, wife, everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. What was each of your journeys to wellness like? Like going from camp and obviously like when we were younger, I'm sure all of us, you know, were not very health conscious. <laughs> uh, you actually were. Yeah. I mean, I was health conscious. I grew up in a really healthy household. My mom always had healthy meals on the table, healthy snack options in the cabinet. Um, I learned, I played sports my whole life, so I o- was always pretty active. What did you play? I played lacrosse. Me too. Oh, did you? Same. Yeah. So I actually, I, I grew up on a sports team. I was always, you know, into working out. But then when I got to college, of course, like everyone else lost all of those <laughs> interests and that was not a priority anymore. Um, it wasn't until after college when I was back in New York City where I was trying to get healthy again, but really struggling because... There are so many, or all my friends were doing, like the, the boozy brunches, like that going out all night, and I kind of felt a little isolated. So it, honestly, when we started doing these events, I felt like I was, um, you know, like felt more at home and a little more in my comfort zone. Um, and that's where really Sarah and I had the same, similar. Yeah. Idea. I was not healthy <laughs> growing up. Um, I didn't really think about it. It wasn't like a top of mind thing mostly because I mean first of all growing up in the 90s was such a different game it was like if you were healthy it was eating fat-free snacks and this and that and I there were yodels in my house we had a candy bar downstairs and you name it we had it yeah like it was (laughs) yodel a (laughs) no-brainer um It was there. I had it. <laughs> if you put them in the freezer, they're really good. Ooh, that actually sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. 
Um, so I got into it initially out of necessity because all of a sudden I started to put on weight and I didn't feel like myself and all of the drinking and everything in college and the fried food and everything caught up with me and I just felt awful. And then I think what started as a necessity really became a passion because a lot of issues that I had had growing up that I never attributed to diet, which now seems crazy to me, all found solutions. So I had had three knee surgeries because everyone thought I had arthritis because of joint pain. And it was really because I had celiac and it was manifesting as that. And so once I removed gluten, it was totally fine. Ran a marathon, has never had any joint pain. After three surgeries? After three surgeries. So things like that, I just became so obsessed because how can you not when it solves a chronic issue that you've Mm -hmm. always had? And that's why I like to say, I think like the celiac discovery and running were kind of like my gateway drug into the health and wellness industry because I kept wanting to see, okay, what else is there? What else have I been suffering with that has been unexplained or what else just could be better? And I think that's what's so cool about the industry in general. It's not like, this is something that we've been talking about a lot recently. It's not selling one thing. It's a lifestyle of just constant improvement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I was interested because I feel like most people get into quote unquote wellness Mm -hmm because of a personal struggle like you're not just going along and everything's fine and you're like oh I'm gonna like start doing all of this and adopt this lifestyle right like it's usually out of necessity like Mm -hmm. you were saying you're working with Rob right yes who I love and got through you so thank (laughs) you um that was another thing like I thought when everyone finished a meal they were so bloated that they looked pregnant yeah that's not true (laughs) there's just so much that you accept as the norm because it's been your norm Mm -hmm. and I think that's actually one of the for all of social media's downfalls that's one of the major positives is that although there isn't a norm you start to see maybe some things that you shouldn't have to deal with and that was one of them Mm -hmm. um and a supplement routine changed everything in that sense. So that was a huge eye-opener for me and only something that happened after I met you at the retreat. So it's mm-hmm. constantly evolving what my health journey looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important for everyone to hear, too, because we all want it to be this fixed thing. Like, yeah. find the thing that's going to be the cure And it's always evolving. Mm -hmm. And like what I was doing with Rob last year is not what I'm doing now. And people always ask me like what what I eat and what supplements I take, what probiotic I take. And like that's going to be it. And I'm like, it's always. (laughs) I wish it was. I know. Trust me. (laughs) So much easier. What were you guys doing before you founded Hello Wellness? I worked in media sales. So totally outside of the landscape, nine to much later, (laughs) but not as late as we work now. So that's funny. Um, but it was very corporate and the only thing that I think trained me very well for what I do now is being in sales. I was always managing my own book of business and I was really responsible for how well I did or how poorly I did. And I think that now bringing on brands, conveying what I do at our company and that same fear and drive of how well we do is in my hands and in our hands that, that came from that training Mm -hmm. 
Um, I was running a social media marketing agency and I was managing influencer <laughs> strategy for a bunch wow. of health and wellness brands. So I also had a little bit of background in doing that before um, jumping into Hello Wellness. So what was the transition like going from kind of more of like a corporate <laughs> environment to starting your own company? Going from a corporate environment to not was incredible. The transition, though, was so much harder than I thought it would be because I thought, what could possibly be harder than working two full-time jobs? Because I felt like when I was working full-time, I was like, running around having an affair I would be sneaking into the bathroom and taking a phone call with Jenna or coming home late at night because I had a meeting with a client side piece yeah I had like a (laughs) full-on side be like you up yeah (laughs) hey babe you up (laughs) and I would literally leave work and then work all night on our business and so in my mind it was going from two jobs to one job and therefore it had to be easier it had to alleviate some of that scheduling and that pressure but it only tripled if not more in terms of the pressure and the stress and the hours because then you don't have that comfort and that luxury of the full-time job the person who's making the decisions for you Mm -hmm. I think that was a huge one guaranteed paycheck exactly (laughs) I would also just add on to that I think one of the difficulties for me was just finding a routine and balance in the day like Mm -hmm. you know when I I started working on the business earlier than sorry full-time earlier than she did she left her job a few weeks after me um so I was having a little bit of trouble you know like finding a time to work out in the day like should I wear pajamas all day should I stay (laughs) in my apartment all day so that was a little challenging for me but now that we have an office space I wake up every single morning I go to the gym I pack my lunch I go to the office I have to get dressed in the morning right and just having the structure in the day makes it feel like more real it's really hard yeah. working from home it people really think that like it's the greatest thing in the world and then There's so if many you do oh it's so hard you have to yeah. be so disciplined the, yeah the thing that keeps me really disciplined is i am a morning workout person mm-hmm. so i wake up at six o'clock and we might be working from my house that day but i'm still up and then like Jenna said, I can get into that routine regardless of if I'm staying home. And don't get me wrong, I might work out and get back into my pajamas, <laughs> but I'm up. <laughs> yeah, you're up, you're energized. Yeah. I'm curious what it was like for you both leaving your, like, those guaranteed paychecks and leaving the security and the stability, I'm assuming that it was yeah. stable and secure, yeah. um, for something, like, totally unknown. Because I'm sure there are people listening who might want to, like, take a leap of faith. And, like, when did you know that it was what you wanted or what you had to do I feel like it's kind of a calling right yeah I think we knew a lot earlier than we actually left yeah Yeah, because financially we just wanted to stay and be able to not take the paycheck that we would need to take if we pursued it full-time so it's actually two very different timelines which is interesting because we probably knew very early on oh yeah this is always like the big picture for us but we wanted to save money and we are reinvesting all the money we were making back into the business um so we would have definitely left our corporate jobs earlier but because we wanted to save money and be able to um make this a full-time thing we had to save money for a while again we are fully bootstrapped so (laughs) it was a lot of saving before we could leave and do this full-time and even today we we pay ourselves every month an owner's draw, but you know sometimes when business is slower, we skip a month of paying ourselves, and it's scary. It's not ideal, but it's part of being a startup. Yeah, 
Yeah. So what were the early days like of having a startup and, and that grind? Because you guys have had a lot of success. I mean, you have a recognizable brand now in a yeah. short amount of time. Thanks. And I want to talk about that, but I kind of am curious to hear what it was like in the beginning. It's You know, I, I know we have come so far. And so the production value and the brands that we're talking to on a day-to-day and the influencers that we're talking to on a day-to-day and the size of the community has come so far. But I don't think the <laughs> day is any different. Like the grind is exactly the same if not more so, um, because if anything, there's just more on the line. I will say, though, working full-time as opposed to part-time, you accomplish so much more in the day. Like, we, like, have grown astronomically faster now that we're both full-time than when we were doing it as our side hustle. Yeah, but it just never ends. It's (laughs) like when when we were both going full-time and leaving our second job or first job, whatever you want to refer to it as, in my mind, at least, and I think in yours, we were like, okay, well, we've been working on it, you know, seven hours a day, which takes us till 2 a.m. because we're doing it after our job. We wouldn't possibly still be working till 2 a.m. And then, surprise, here we are working yeah. till 2 a.m. a lot of nights. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's really intense. How do you take care of yourself? <laughs> it's, it, I think actually, that was the biggest transition because we started a wellness company because we're so passionate about wellness. And then all of a sudden we, I'll speak for myself. Like I really lost myself for a while because I felt like wellness defines me in a way. And I have never felt less well because all of a sudden I was too tired to work out and I wasn't cooking and I was snacking because I was tired and I was stressed Mm -hmm. and I just felt like a very different version of myself that I didn't recognize and I didn't like and so I had to talk to Jenna because my schedule is her schedule and vice versa and really figure out how to make it work given the circumstances so kind of going back to like how can we instill that structure again to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves yeah I would definitely agree with all everything you just said and I would just say like having the routine so as I mentioned earlier not like having a routine every single day was a really difficult challenge for me but now that I am on one I like to work out for that one hour in the morning then I like to meal prep throughout the week and just having that structure in my day really does help me with my self-care regimen mm-hmm. when you're home do you like make your lunch or do you have it like pre chopped or made it kind of depends I usually make I either go to air one like big surprise to everybody listening literally literally Sarah and I went there and brought home the whole store my my dream is to franchise and open one in New York that's a I don't know why they don't have one open here they must be working on it or something because it would kill and there's not that any like healthy grocery store options yeah there's lifetime yeah, yeah, which is kind Wait, of near my I'm, apartment. I'm moving down there soon, and Lifetime's a few blocks away. Where are you moving to? Um, Christopher Street. Okay. Yeah. I'm on <laughs> – I'll tell you after. <laughs> I think I told you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm right down the street from there. Um, yeah, Lifetime's like a, a few blocks away. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's a great neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll, like, I'll get Air One, and I'll get like the hot bar food, and I'll get enough to last like yeah. two days, and I'll just eat that. Or I'll make – food for dinner and then I'll have leftovers for lunch so I'm yeah pretty it's pretty easy for me because that was like 
in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, I'm home. I'm going to cook my meal, and I'm going to make whatever I want in that moment. You're ordering. No. (laughs) I'm either picking a snack or not eating and then overeating. Or So, again, carving out that time for meal prep or figuring out where I was going to get that next meal from was key. It's hard too, right? Like when you're you're in this wellness space and you feel like you're supposed to be doing everything perfectly or like living a certain way and when you're maybe deviating from that because we're human, mm-hmm. right? I know for me when I've done that, I, it, there's like a shame spiral <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, how? why am I not practicing what I'm preaching? Uh-huh. And like, it can be really hard to get yourself out of that. Yeah, especially if you're so mindful of everything that you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. It's almost like in a way sometimes ignorance is bliss you have this amazing quote that you got from kelsey wells from the retreat and you like, always... oh my god thank you so much <laughs> no, no, no. do you know that quote i'm talking about you always tell it to me when i'm feeling down about myself or when i'm picking myself apart about looking in the mirror oh yeah okay we we well it. yeah it's, now I it's from kelsey yeah, i can't take any credit for it now um so kelsey on our retreat was telling us that she used to really beat herself up as do so many of us and it's so hard not to but then her husband ryan it would hurt him because he would hear how negatively she was speaking about herself. And as her husband and someone who loves her so much and doesn't think any of those things about her, he took offense to it. So he would make her apologize to him every time she was saying something like that, because you would never say something about your friend or your mom ever. And if your friend heard someone saying this about you, they would immediately come to your defense. And so that really helped me stop talking in that way about myself, which it's not that I don't have those thoughts sometimes, but they don't spiral because I shut it down. Mm-hmm. So that she was really does I, practice what you yeah. preach. Like I am very impressed with how far you've come with talking Thanks. about that. You know, you like even another day when you were trying on bathing suits, you're like, no, this one just doesn't look good on me. I'm gonna return it. Yeah. Instead of like beating yourself up over it. And I was like, wow, you've come so far since Yeah. Since the since, retreat. Yeah. Since like yeah hating everything and because it like I said it doesn't stop the thoughts all the time but it will stop from ruining my day Mm -hmm. which I have no control spiraling out of control spiraling out of control because that's the other thing like if I will keep going with the bathing suit thing (laughs) if I try in a bathing suit and it looks bad then a year ago I probably would have been totally self-destructive and started eating like shit because I would have been like well what's the point anyway But that's such a silly way of thinking of it. It's so illogical because I equate it to if you said something mean to a friend, Mm -hmm. are you going to keep saying mean things all day just because you like (laughs) already started? No, it's absurd. You're going to apologize profusely Mm -hmm. and be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, how can I make this right? So why aren't we doing that to ourselves? Why aren't we trying to make up for it and make it right and be better. And instead we're just then continually putting ourselves like deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I, I, love I remember that Kelsey saying that and everyone was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they're just like, yeah. God, I so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's interesting if you think about it, like we have these wild imaginations and minds, right. And everything I know for me at least when I when I'm, my mind wanders, it's always negative. Mm-hmm. Never good. No. <laughs> Whether it's about myself or about like work things or anything, really. It's really hard to change that narrative. And I like that though, because it's not necessarily about changing it, but like disrupting it. Yeah. Like stopping it 
before it totally. keeps going. Meditation has always really helped with that. Yeah, for what me. kind of meditation I'm do you really do? trying to get you into it. I've been having very bad anxiety. Maybe recently. one day. <laughs> so I've been um, to get into meditation. I'm obsessed with 10% happier because it's not the like frou-frou meditation, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. But this to me, I'm like a logical person. And so I've had so many aha moments where it's like if you receive an email, for example, that's really frustrating or really disappointing – what is getting annoyed with that person going to do? They don't feel your anger. They don't like see your face or anything like that. So all you're doing is making your day shittier. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. And I think when it's boiled down to its simplest form like that, again, same way, like with the Kelsey statement of I can't always control the thought, but I can control the action better. I can't always control my initial reaction but I can more easily fix it Mm -hmm. yeah it's all about the reaction yeah I don't know if you guys know about stoicism no but I'm reading about it a lot right now it's really interesting but it's kind of about like being neutral with everything like nothing is inherently good or bad it just is and Mm -hmm. like what is good or bad is your reaction to it so it's kind of like taking a bird's eye view and looking at your life. It's I don't know. I want to read that. Yeah, just there's like the Daily Stoic on Instagram. Oh, yeah. you can follow. It's very trendy I right now. It's been around since yet. like ancient Greece. Yeah. But um, that's getting confidential. Yeah, yeah. She, yep, yeah. she's really into yeah. it. Um, but yeah, meditation so powerful. Right? Yeah, I love oh, it. My God, and I you should do it. I don't do a lot of it. I mean, I do it every day, but it's like five to ten minutes Mm -hmm. because I think that also goes back into this like wellness spiral shame I would love if I had 30 minutes to meditate Mm -hmm. in the morning and at night and go to acupuncture and work out and cook all my meals but it's like okay well then I'm not working and then I'm (laughs) homeless and then I can't afford any of my wellness things so taking bits and pieces of what I can yeah Yeah. I mean, and that's what it is, right? It's like taking the things that you like for your life and applying it how you can, Mm -hmm. not like doing, uh, doing it all, doing everything. Um, So I'm curious, like, because you guys have all these events and all these influencers and experts in so many different fields, um, how do you navigate that information? Because I feel like kind of like we're talking about, it could be overwhelming and you would feel like, okay, well, this person does this and they're so healthy. So I'm going to do that. Like, how do you, how do you not let that happen? I know. I feel like that happens a lot. (laughs) But I feel like that happens with everyone. Like you see this perfect cookie cutter image on Instagram Mm -hmm. and you want to be just like them, but that's only a 10 minute snapshot of their life. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has their ups and downs. And I, think that the beauty of our events is that we have like a glimpse into these people's lives so Sarah and I always take away something from each event that we go to whether that is a recipe or a self-love tip or you know a gut health tip with you like we go to our events to be educated well obviously to work them but also we, <laughs> we love that we are able to become educated on certain things and, and get tips and meet people who are also struggling with the same things we are or passionate about the same things that as we are as well yeah I feel like I've been able to better myself so much by picking and choosing different things from each event of to Jenna's point what was the biggest takeaway what brands were there that I hadn't heard of before that you know were aligned with the theme that now I know to incorporate for that specific goal like do I want 
better skin, okay, maybe I'm going to try this product. Or if I'm looking for a gut health thing, how does the probiotic tie into that? And what types of probiotics out there? Because it's not like you just pick one off the shelf and it's right. So I think that's been really helpful. And not to go with the gut thing so much, but like going with your gut of also knowing what's your core values. Like I am not a diet person so if anything something that I can't sustain for the rest of my life every day that might not be right for me but I'm sure there's something in there that I can take out that I still can implement and also the purpose of our events is not just to say like here's the right thing to do here's the crash Mm -hmm. diet you should do it's more just to inform people about the options that are out there so Sarah and I will never tell people here's the right answer we are just re like sharing the information Mm -hmm. that we've already heard Mm -hmm. What is the craziest thing that's ever happened at an event? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can't say names. <laughs> yeah, no names. Okay. okay. We'll tell you names after. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's yours? I mean, I was going to say when the host didn't show up for the event. Oh, oh that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah we had so... a full room. It was one of our, like, first events that oh, we had. No. It was it was we had worked so hard on this event we were so excited about it we had brands flying in from all over the country for it we had 100 girls coming and the influencer who was hosting it not only didn't show up but she had also ghosted us for like a week it was like i shouldn't i mean it was a learning experience and i'm really happy it happened because it put sarah and i in a position to problem solve and you know like we there's so many mistakes and so many errors that happen in our company on a day-to-day basis but as long as we're learning from them all the time and we're we're not redo we're not redoing them then it's fine mm-hmm. and so that was a perfect situation like it happened once yes we were annoyed in, at the time but looking back on it it was a it was a really good learning experience and helped us grow as a company what did you do <laughs> so i was trying I, to make it positive yeah, well we, you don't ever want to be backed yeah. into a corner but i think it was so valuable for us to know that if we are we'll manage yeah. so we cried in the cab <laughs> and that a lot yeah. and then we Again, because all of our relationships are in the wellness space, we called a nutritionist that we knew and we had her speak on. I'm trying to be as vague as possible without sharing any (laughs) details about the event. People are going to be like going way. Yeah, right. We had her speak on why the topic and the activity of the event was like a well-balanced nutritional (laughs) meal. I'm like, okay, so you so you got other And we had we made the best of it. Yeah, we had one of our brand partners who was on site um, speak about, you know, not only their brand and their product, but how their mission really aligned with what they did here. And then the other thing that really worked to our advantage is we're all about creating an inclusive space. And so what we love the most and to us, the best thing that can come out of any event is if people are connecting with one another. And so it really gave more time for people to talk to one another and form even stronger connections. And so we really just opened the floor to everyone to share and talk with one another about their experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been so many crazy things. I'm having like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, flashback. <laughs> <laughs> one time um, at an event, this girl had an anaphylactic reaction to, oh, no. uh, to a food <sighs> and my mom, had to give her an EpiPen in the bathroom and she like almost had to go to the hospital and oh my God. Sarah was moderating the event in the front and I'm in the I, back in the bathroom like dealing with this girl who's on the floor and I was like <laughs> yeah, so I had oh no clue God. but wait first of all I would like to back up and just state for the record that the anaphylactic shock was not our fault because the partner of ours that was on site had a mislabeled nut 
Yeah. So let's. Oh, so no. I just want to clear the air on that. Yeah. Then I was moderating and I had no clue what was happening. So I'm like, la la la. What's your thought on wellness? This is going great. And just like running back and forth with, like a, with an epi pen in my hand. <laughs> oh my god, it was crazy. Wow. Thank God you had one. Oh Thank gosh. God we had our mom there. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's has allergic uh, has an allergy okay. as well, and so wow. she was the one who was wow. like giving the epi pen. But it was like crazy. Um, I'm trying to think what else has happened. <laughs> like so many things. Yeah. You, uh, you name it. Yeah. We've we've first of all in neither of our jobs yeah. did we have event experience yeah. so <laughs> what also might be super crazy to us someone from an event background mm-hmm. might not have thought so but this was all very new to us and then yes we have had crazy things like the host not yeah. showing up or an epi well, situation i was just gonna say like leading up to the events they're always stressful you oh, posted events before I have such a good one what <laughs> So when we did our retreat in Mexico, oh, we also custom. learned the hard way. Oh, I remember you guys talking. Very about difficult to get yeah. things through customs. <laughs> One of which was the protein powder that we were making all of the smoothies with, and so it was like Hello Wellness meets Narcos. I put all of these <laughs> protein powders into Smuggled my luggage. It. And it looked like cocaine. Like, if it, the only thing separating yeah. me from Mexican jail was, like, <laughs> one button. And you literally click the button. And, and if it turns them. red, they search your entire bag. Oh, and if it turns God. green, you're good to go. So we put it in the bag of our assistant. We were like, you're carrying it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, we dispersed them all. I'm we looking all at Kennedy them. like, yeah. you're carrying you. Next time we go. No, so we decided that we would disperse them because we felt like, if it wasn't so, one bag and one quantity, it would seem okay. Right. Like as if we were all breaking the customs law, it would be better. It wasn't probably the best. If one's thought going out down, plan. you're all going exactly. Down. <laughs> and so then we're all pressing the button and like holding our breath. And thankfully, we were all okay. Yeah, that's stressful. I always get a little nervous because I always bring like collagen peptides yeah. and protein powder in like an unmarked I know Ziploc bag. Sketchy, <laughs> I'm like but this is smoothies really for fun. everyone. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of things, and you know like. At every event leading up to it and the day of, there's always a million fires to put out. And, you know, we get we get pretty stressed out. And luckily, we have a team now that can assist with a lot of the things that happen. But, like, Sarah and I, every time, look at each other and we're like, F this. Like, we hate this. We're quitting. We're done. And we're, like, screaming at each other. And then all of a sudden, the event happens and we're on, like, this huge high. And we're like, right. best this night ever. Amazing. And, like, it really is true. Like, you... You're on this endorphin run, obviously, but also, like, you see the community come together. You see all these people who are passionate about the same thing, like, the influencers, like, sharing, like, her, like, unique perspective. And it's just such a great night that, like, you forget about all those, like, little mishaps that happen leading up to the event the night of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because ultimately it's so special to see all of the hard work come to fruition yeah. and to see our real mission come to life that it's, like, eh. What yeah. are we about? <laughs> it all disappears yeah. all yeah. of a sudden. Uh-huh. What is how that happened to? Well, I haven't really my first like event that I've planned. I don't even want to say planned because we kind of put it together last minute is this Sunday. It'll but I'm great. feeling really stressed out no, no, as no, I no. told you before. Be You'll stressed. you will be stressed. Yeah. So we can say don't be, but you will be. Yeah, yeah. But then it's gonna be great. Yeah. I'm and then sure you're gonna be, be like, fine. let's do another one. Yeah. Also, well, Body Rock's an awesome studio. Yeah. Share your well, time. yeah, it's um it's hard. Yeah. It's it's a really good I workout. did it when I was here in May and I could not walk yeah. for like a week after. It's awesome. <laughs> all mega, what are the mega former class we went to in LA? Oh Carrie's Legree. Oh Carrie's Oh my god. Love. Yeah, so hard. Oh. I love it. the more horrible, the better for me. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I was like quivering. Yeah. I was quivering. <laughs> well, I like what you say about your events. Like it's it's about the event, but it's also for people to go and meet like minded mm-hmm. 
people and mm-hmm. that's something that we're trying to do on Sunday we're having like yeah. a little like scavenger hunt kind of like find someone who lives in your neighborhood yeah. find someone follow them on Instagram and then we're doing like a prize so it's not so much about like me right like yeah, yeah it's like a meet and greet but also like meet other people who like that you have something in common they follow me for the for some reason right, or like another you, you have something in common right and it's just so easy to do everything on your phone right now and mm-hmm. to not make eye contact or talk mm-hmm. to anyone and so it's really nice and I think these like forced situations where it's sort of a reminder of how refreshing it is to talk to someone mm-hmm. and we just sort of try and act like the facilitators because it is really really hard to make a friend especially as an adult because if you think about it all the other times in your life where you have had to make friends, everyone is on the same page. When you're a young kid in school, everyone's trying to make new friends. When you go to college, you're older, but everyone's trying to make new friends. Now, most people have their friendships established. So it's like if you want a friend just because you don't want to be hung over on a Saturday and going to work out, other people might not feel that way. And that's that fear of rejection that I think stops so many people from doing things and why we want to help create a space where everyone's in that same boat. And so we can eliminate that fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like everyone nowadays with technology f- feels like they're so connected, but in reality we're so disconnected because it's yeah. all on your phone mm-hmm. yeah. email and text and Instagram and Facebook and whatever, but there's so little like in-person mm-hmm. connection like that. There are these crazy stats, and I'm not even going to try and remember exactly the numbers or what they are, but basically the gist of it is that 15, 20 years ago, people had a lot more close friends than we actually do today. Now people say the number is like zero because of the fact that it's like this false connection. Mm -hmm. It's so sad. Yeah, that's really depressing. I know. On that note. (laughs) Yeah, right? Um. Okay, speaking of friends, what is it like working with your bestie? <laughs> well, we weren't always besties. <laughs> yeah, Jenna was in the cool oh crowd God, at no, camp. I was not. She always said <laughs> I was in the cool crowd. I'm like, there was no cool crowd at an all-girls camp with no electricity. <laughs> okay, all of our camp friends agree uh, that you were in the cooler crowd. I would say that, <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's, like, really hard. Like, we are lucky to have each other. I was going to say it was, we got so yeah. lucky. Was yeah, cool. no, I was going to say it's we're so lucky but it's been a huge work in progress we have really learned to have communication skills and we argue a lot and we have to you know figure out how to get through those arguments and come to one like conclusion to get as a team um but personally we also have like so much in common as we've Mm -hmm. talked about earlier on this podcast and and we're lucky to have each other like it was fourth of july weekend last week obviously and i went out to the hamptons with her and her husband and i'm going through like a lot of personal things right now and she's been nothing but supportive like checking in every day to see how i'm doing um and i'm just like so lucky to have her as um a co-founder because i hear all these like horror stories of like people who have, have to like shut down their business because they have a falling out with their partner um so yeah we have a few things we have to work out with like the communication and like some arguments on some type of events but like at the end of the day it's like so minor and like the main scheme of the business i was gonna say that we got so lucky and it was so easy no i'm kidding i think that yes we are so lucky because also we didn't really like we like i said we didn't mean for it to be a business so you hear about most 
co-founders really like talking it out and talking about how they complement each other and Mm -hmm. making sure they're going to work well. And we didn't do that. Right. It wasn't strategic. So it could have gone terribly, (laughs) but we're so lucky that we balance each other out so, so well. And we've learned to Jenna's point so much in regards to communication. Like if one of us is having a bad day and we say something out of line, for example, yesterday, but yeah, like yesterday, you know, we'll apologize. And it's like, we're fine. You know, we have enough stuff going on that we don't need to have a whole day, be mad at each other and have that be our day. We have more important stuff going on. Like that'll be that. And honestly, that's why I say we're more like sisters than anything else, because I feel like those are the kind of fights that you have with your family that, you know, there's so much else that's created the foundation of your relationship that the little things so don't matter that it's so easy to just move on quickly. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a business partner or with a friend, it can be a lot more work to get to that point. Oh yeah. I would never, I, I I would never like, if I had an argument with a friend, it would be like drawn out for a day or two. Mm -hmm. This is like an argument. And five minutes later, we're like, Hey, I think we're a lot less stubborn with each other than we are with other relationships in our lives because we have so much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. And I would say that the last thing there is that, like, I always say this, but when Sarah's very stressed out or there's, like, a really bad – or she's having a really bad day, like, I'm a lot more calm. And so I can calm her down and build, and look at the positives. And when I'm having a very stressful day, she'll calm me down. So, you know, we're lucky that we don't have the same stress at the same time. Mm-hmm. Usually. And if we do, <laughs> all hell breaks loose. And there have been a few of those. <laughs> so what, what do you see in the future for Hello Wellness? gosh hopefully a lot (laughs) so much I think one of our you know we have expanded really quickly which is really exciting um so we're now in New York LA Chicago Boston Miami we just went to Houston in May and San Diego will be our event in August um so we're doing as much as we can to reach as many people because we really want wellness to be very accessible and to not be a coastal opportunity um and so we're working on things whether that's events or otherwise which we can't talk about yet um about what we can do to strengthen the wellness community outside of that and so that's one of our big priorities so we hope that hello wellness becomes a nationwide name outside of just the cities that we're in and that we can continue to strengthen that and shed light on a bunch of different topics. So this year we've done a lot outside of fitness and nutrition, not that those are not wellness or that those won't always be pillars of our company, but there are so many topics that deserve a conversation and don't get it. So we've done like our self-love event, our body positivity event. We are doing financial wellness sex, love, and CBD, um, mental health awareness, mental health awareness, moms and wellness, like all different things to try and make the whole industry, the conversation relating to other people just more approachable. I love that because it is so focused on just diet, exercise. It's like we're people, yeah, like holistic beings that are way more than just our workouts and our food. Yeah. Although I think I'm having food all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having Paul on in July. It is July. So it is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When you go to San Diego. 
Uh, no, he's coming up to LA. Oh, that's awesome. When I get back, yeah. We should invite him to our San Diego event. Yeah. Always say hi. Yeah, you should. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for oh, coming. Thank you. Thank Where you. can everybody find you? We are on Instagram at sayhellowellness.com and online at, hell- oh wait, no. Instagram is Say Hello Wellness, and then online is HelloWellness.com. Did I? (laughs) And they have so many events coming up. They're all on the website, so you guys can go there and check them out. They're amazing. They're affordable and so much value. We should let's give a discount to her for her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll create a discount code for all of our events. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, look out. Well, I'll put it in the show notes. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you to my core loyal audience who always tags me and the podcast and shares it on social media and everything. I really appreciate it. If you haven't yet, or if you just feel compelled to again, please rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things It really helps me, and I really appreciate you guys spreading the word. So thank you again, and I will talk to you next week.